yet another realignment update and where the Big 12 and Oklahoma State fit into that. Plus, we look at the Cowboys' front seven, digging into the defensive ends, defensive tackles, and linebackers, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On College Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, host of Fantasy Football Confidential and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, the Locked On NFL Podcast is previewing every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in beginning August 30th. We're going to start with the elephant in the room. People keep saying it's the favorite Big 12 topic, but it is not my favorite. Me and other people have a different definition of the word favorite, but I digress. The Pac-12, ACC, and Big 10 all met to discuss some kind of alliance. They came out on Tuesday with a press conference. I was very nervous pre-press conference thinking, oh my God, what is the Big 12? They're going to come out and say that they're banding together. They don't care about the Big 12. They're not worried about us at all. They're going to fight the SEC and all of a sudden we're a power four conference, NCAA, FBS, whatever, instead of a power five conference. And that I was mad nervous heading into the press conference. But then the press conference ended up being a gentleman's agreement. And as we well know, as Oklahoma State fans, a gentleman's agreement don't mean jack squat when you're talking about businesses. Uh, And the NCAA, college football, it's a business. Make no mistake about it. So they met up. They know... Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten know that they have to band together in order to fight against this powerhouse that's SEC. Once they add OU in Texas, there is some discussion about the Pac-12 expanding. I think Oklahoma State is in a prime position to be added to a different conference should the Pac-12 decide that they do want to expand. They're supposed to make that announcement within the week. So should they announce anything, I will... uh, I'll I'll try to record as soon as it happens, but if I don't get it out immediately, you can guarantee it'll be on the next day's show. We just kind of, I've talked about this, we're just kind of in this wait and see area, and it's it's brutal. I think if, if Oklahoma State doesn't get in and get their foot in the door somewhere very soon, I will 
my concern level will continue to rise. It's already not great. Like I said, it's better after the press conference that they didn't really announce anything. It was just kind of, hey, we met. We know we need to do something. We're not going to do something yet, but we might do something in the future. But we're definitely going to try to work together as a group. They did come out and say that they care about the Big 12. Now, I think that's kind of just politics. You have to say those things when you're dealing with this kind of mass hysteria that's surrounding the Big 12 and the realignment. But Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, brought in Oliver Locke. We will see what Oliver Locke brings to the table. He was up for grabs as the Pac-12 commissioner, president, that that title in the Pac-12 uh, before it was given to somebody else. So he's he's a respectable guy. He was a commissioner at the XFL level. So we brought him in as a consultant, or Bob Bowlesby did for the Big 12. So that kind of helps tilt the scale to me that if the Pac-12 does decide to expand, we may be a part of that puzzle piece. It's all going to be so interesting to see. We don't know anything. They don't know anything. If they form an alliance, hopefully Oklahoma State gets in on that expansion. Because here's, here's where I'm thinking is... If we don't get into another conference, the Big 12, while it may still exist, will not remain a Power 5 conference uh, group of schools. It's just not going to happen. Even if they bring some people in, which is an option, there are so many different avenues that this could go. Right now, I'm pulling for us landing in the Pac-12. I think we make the Pac-12 stronger. I've talked about Oklahoma State being the highest grossing school left after OU in Texas that are in the Big 12. So there's definitely some appeal to us. We don't just bring football to the table. And we do bring a great football program to the table, a football program that's been top 25 for years in a row a basketball program that's on the rise. They're doing fantastic. We have Mike Boynton at the helm leading a real big charge in rebuilding that basketball program. We have a fantastic golf team, wrestling. We have a great baseball program, softball program. So we do have more to offer than just a top 25 football team, if that isn't enough. So hopefully the Pac-12 will see that and decide that they do want to expand and Oklahoma State gets to be a part of that. I will be on top of this. It's really consuming. It's uh, consuming every bit of my mind most of the day. So today started pretty bleak, but I do my my hopes are are getting up right now that we end up in the Pac-12. So I'm just gonna manifest it, and I need you all to help manifest it with me. Like I said, I will let you guys know as soon as I hear something. Next up, we're gonna talk about the Oklahoma State defensive ends and the defensive tackles. But first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's that time of year again when all eyes turn to football as players return to the gridiron. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 100% welcome bonus. 
If you've been jonesing to make your first NFL bet like I have all offseason, now is your chance for the September 9th Cowboys vs. Buccaneers season opener. If you're new and lose, betonline.ag will refund your wager up to $25. If football isn't your taste, you can bet on anything from basketball to baseball and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Oklahoma State's defense. I talked a little bit yesterday, actually quite a bit. I got pretty into it about the Oklahoma State secondary. So today we're looking at that front seven, starting first with the defensive end room. It's actually pretty deep with quite a bit of veteran presence. Some key playmakers include junior Trace Ford and redshirt seniors Brock Martin and Tyron Irby, plus a handful of other veterans as well as a young superstar in the making, true freshman Colin Oliver out of Edmond, Santa Fe, the same school, by the way, that produced Trace Ford and Calvin Bundage. But when we look into those first three I mentioned, those, those real big veteran presences, we're looking at Trace Ford, who in 2019 and 2020 was an all-Big 12 honorable mention. Ford is one of those players where the stats don't tell the whole story. He had the 10th most tackles per game with .5 with .45 in the Big 12. He ended the season with four and a half sacks, four QB hurries, and two forced fumbles. Trace is versatile and dynamic. He's disruptive, and I talked yesterday about how crucial that word is to a defensive player being disruptive. Disruptive doesn't show up on a stat sheet, but you see that when you watch him. Uh, so it's fantastic to see Trace Ford emulate that. He should fit right back into J- Jim Knowles' defensive packages this year. Brock Martin, a redshirt senior who excelled at wrestling in high school and also became a father this offseason. So congratulations to Brock Martin and his family on that addition. But let's talk football. Martin led the defensive line with 20 solo tackles. He played in all 11 games last season and started in two. He had a 42-yard fumble return for touchdown last season against TCU. I remember vividly watching that game. I remember that fumble and return for a touchdown. He was stoked. It makes you stoked. He's so much fun to watch. That fumble recovery for a touchdown was only one of four defensive touchdowns last season. He had two fumble recoveries, one of which coming in the third quarter of the Cheez-It Bowl. Brock Martin is another player whose stats really just don't tell the whole story. When you watch him on the field, he is a constant force to be reckoned with. Tyron Irby is a transfer that played in four games last season before going down with an injury. He was held out of spring practice, but is almost back to full strength and should be ready to roll for Knowles and the Cowboys bare minimum by the time the conference game starts. So even if he doesn't play the couple non-conference to start the season, those conference games when it really matters, Tyron Irby should be ready to go. Now let's talk about Colin Oliver, who is a true freshman, as I said, out of Edmond, Santa Fe. Due to some of the veteran defensive ends needing the spring to rehabilitate after injuries, Oliver got some extra snaps in at practice, some extra time with the first-team defense. 
He's had some extra time in front of the coach's eyes, and Mike Gundy is raving about his playmaking ability. There will be spots all over the offense that will rely on young talent, true freshmen coming in, but Colin Oliver will be one of only probably a handful, maybe, of defensive youth pieces that should see plenty of playtime this season, just depending on the defensive packages that Jim Knowles decides to roll out. Oliver finished his 2020 senior season at high school as the number three overall player in Oklahoma, and getting the chance to work with some of the starting reps this offseason can only help his development. I'm excited to see what he brings to the lineup. When we're looking at defensive tackles, another room filled with familiar faces, Three returning seniors, Israel Antwine, Sione Ossie, and Brendan Evers, who combined for 40 tackles, including seven and a half tackles for loss last season and one and a half sacks. Jaden Jernigan returns this season after not seeing any playing action in 2020, but he did play every game as a freshman in 2019. Colin Clay, a transfer from Arkansas who missed 2020 with an ACL tear, is back this season. He was held out of spring scrimmages, but is back on track again to be ready to go by conference play this season. They'll be expected to help shut down the run game of opposing teams. This room is filled with veterans that have been playing time that have seen playing time in one way or another. Should the room stay healthy this season, our run defense should take a step up this year. I think they'll be a very underrated part of this football team. They're a group of people that I'm definitely keeping an eye on. Like I said, they've all had playing time one way or another, whether they missed time due to injury or, uh, you know, got benched for a starter and that starter's moved on, whatever it is. They've all experienced playing time for the Cowboys. They've been in game situations. So I'm excited to see how they put it all together this year now that everybody's healthy and thriving and doing so well in everything. Next up, we're going to talk about Oklahoma State's linebacker room. But before I do that, I have to tell you about one of the sponsors of today's podcast, our buddies over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat, 17 to 18 grams of protein, and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has nine flavors, ranging from coconut to salted caramel to German chocolate. You can get me to buy anything. You slap a salted caramel sticker on it. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box, where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Oklahoma State linebackers. The linebacker room was youthful headed into 2021 season. Concerns about having a lack of a veteran presence was sneaking into the back of Oklahoma State Cowboy fans' minds. But fear not, as Malcolm Rodriguez and Devin Harper both decided to return for another season. I'd do a happy dance, but this is only audio. 
That being said, a YouTube version of this show is coming very soon, so you will get to see me do that Malcolm Rodriguez, Devin Harper happy dance. Malcolm Rodriguez is a 2019 and 2020 second team All-Big 12 player, one of six players that elected to use his extra eligibility year that the NCAA granted after the COVID season last year. He spent two seasons as the every game starter at linebacker, he had 58 solo tackles last season, which led all Power 5 conference linebackers. I said 58 solo tackles last season. Just another player to point to national media when they don't recognize Oklahoma State's defense. He recorded at least seven tackles per game with a season high 11 tackles against the Sooners. A cue, boo, a Sooner anthem. We're so glad that Malcolm Rodriguez is back. He absolutely did not have to come back, but I'm thrilled that he's back in orange and black. I can't wait to see what he does this season. Devin Harper, another Cowboy who elected to use that extra eligibility year granted by the NCAA. Harper is a double-edged sword because he's crucial to the defense, but he's an integral part of the special teams as well. Of his 37 tackles last season, 23 of those tackles came against opponents' rushing attack. Harper had two sacks and an interception on the 2020 season. He's a great run stopper, and we I talked yesterday about the secondary and how great our secondary was. At, there's going to be a lot of passes broken up, but it's nice to have that, that guy that just uh, becomes a brick wall when you're running at him, and that is Devin Harper for the Cowboys. Also in the linebacker room are Mason Cobb, a 2020 recruit who saw some playing time last season but should see a significant uptick in playing time this season. Lamont Bishop, a transfer who played in the first two games of last season before being sidelined with an injury. Both Cobb and Bishop will play into the starting roles next season, so this season is a great chance to learn behind Rodriguez and Harper. Jim Knowles, again, has to be thrilled with the way his front seven has panned out. The return of Rodriguez and Harper cannot be understated. From getting to have them as part of this defense with such a strong secondary to them mentoring soon-to-be starters, they'll be key to this season and the growth of Oklahoma State defense. This rush defense should stand up like a wall this year, and when you add that to the lockdown secondary, it makes opposing offenses' jobs incredibly difficult. It also makes our offense's offensive job easier. So long as the offense can stay on the field so that defense can rest in between drives and put up some points, then the defense should be able to stall every offense in the Big 12, and I don't say that lightly. I'm talking including the big bad Spencer Rattler. I think this defense is good enough to stop every Big 12 offense, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. No no bull. Like, I'm, I'm all in on this defense. They were great last year. They return a heck of a lot of talent this year. Jim Knowles has got to be... I don't know how he's getting through every day without just celebrating loudly because I am and I'm not even coaching these guys. Make sure to check back in tomorrow where we dive into the last room, a personal favorite, the special teams. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter 
or the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!